Red, red wine and make me feel so by. Suck on the girls. Fuck on the guys. <laughs> Hell yeah. Red, red wine. Come on to me. Red, red wine. Fill me with skeet. That's white dudes, right? I don't even know. I'm pretty sure it's white dudes. I think it's the same guy as... Bad boys, what you gone? <laughs> is that a white guy? When they come to suck on you. Yeah, you don't think the theme song of cops is recorded yeah. by a black person, do you? No, dude. Come on. <laughs> 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 I knew I got beat up, dude. <laughs> 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 I read it, read it, why not make me feel so bad? <laughs> come on over, give me a cream pie. Hey, you know, wasn't real reggae and a white man made it. That's true, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Scott. come on me. Yeah. I, is it is the song written and recorded by Supertones? No, same thing, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. UB40. Oh, God. UB40 in the news. <laughs> UB Lewis, dude. Did you watch UB Halloween? Yeah. God, dude. They have rules. It is good, dude. Yeah. It's the number one movie of the year. I watched a bunch of horror movies. I did, too. None of them compared. <laughs> yeah. Watched uh, this Polish movie. I watched that last night. It's it's pretty good, man. I what like was it. that shit called again? Nobody Don't, Sleeps in the Woods? Yeah. Nobody Sleeps in the Woods yeah. tonight. Maybe. It rules. Yeah. Yeah. About Mongos, dude. They were monged. Yeah. I like a Mongo movie, man. Yeah, I like them when they're monged, dude. Hooray, hooray, hooray. I'm about to get monged. Yeah, dude, you're shocking. I was just sipping one. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, folks, Bush Light, as far as refreshment goes, I mean, this is not a paid sponsor, of course, but uh, as far as refreshment goes, dude, top of the top of the food chain. People talk about light beer tasting like water. This is the one they're talking about. It's a cool, refreshing. What? Dude, that was a record setter. I wish I would have filmed that. I got a little bit in there. Oh, okay. I was like, dude, that was a second and a half. Not much. <laughs> We got a 30 rack, a 12 uh, or 16 ounces. You got to do a fire after this, dude? Perhaps. What do you mean? I don't know. What else you got going on, dude? Nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I could. Ah, <laughs> oh, burp stinks, dude. I know, man. You and you burped and moved the elastic bands over there, look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, hey, man, uh, sorry we missed last week. Hope everyone had a happy Halloween. We did record this episode once, but I didn't plug the mic in, and then we were too drunk to try to play it back. Because we got I got wine drunk, dude. And then it probably wasn't the best episode because I smoked some head broccoli. A head broccoli. I got man. lost, dude. I couldn't, I, even, I couldn't read, dude. I couldn't look at my phone. <laughs> I was like, well. I don't even know why people like head broccoli. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, man, like... If I'm winding down and it's like a uh, indica, I guess I think. Yeah, yeah, indica. That's the one. Come on, hippies, help me out. Indica. I'll smoke that and go to bed and have cool dreams. And I always have dreams about like battles and getting fights and shit. If I smoke indica, which rules, dude. That's what I'm always looking for. Hell yeah. Just want to go back in time and be a bisexual commando. Fucking <laughs> 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 girls, fucking guys. If you do not get out of my way, I will fuck your ass. Hey, and man. I will enjoy it. 
God. I think the key to being a bye dude is you're on top only. You're only on top. Yeah. That just means you really like the fuck. Yeah. Like more than anybody. You diversified your bonds. Yeah, Bory's got that joke where he's talking about, talking to his friend about fucking. And he's like, he's like, you've been fucking a lot. And his friend's like, yeah. I've been fucking so much I got bored of fucking girls and I just started fucking guys. And he was like, whoa. Not that that's not cool, but that's a big switch. And he was like, man, you just don't care about fucking that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Yeah. I only like goyles and squirrels. What do you fucking squirrel? A dead one. Yeah. Yeah. Nature's flashlight. Yeah. It's kind of like doing a taxidermy with a dick. Saxidermy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you come in, form it, mold it how you want to. All right. Well, welcome to another edition of Death Metal. <laughs> Pedrino, Pedro Martinez, also known as Pedrino Matador, aka Killer Petey. This is a Brazilian serial killer, a Robin Hood of sorts. He is certified taxed with the murder of 47 people, but like a lot of serial killers, he's got his own legend, his own lore, tell his own tale, but verified 47 murders inside a prison. Yeah. <laughs> this guy was pretty goddamn cool. Man. He's worse than COVID, dude. Yeah, I think more. I think less than forty people have died in prisons because of COVID. Really? They have strong immune systems in prison, dude. Yeah. If dudes are coming in you all the time, I think you're good. Yeah. That's why women don't. Did you know? Did you, have you seen that women don't die very much from COVID? Men die way more. You know why? Because they get COVID, in, dude. COVID keeps you safe. That's what I'm saying. Prisoners. Yeah. No problem. Women. No problem. I think it's because. Men don't wash their hands as much as women do. That's retarded. That's what they say. It's a statistic. Statistic. (laughs) Well, they get it as much, but they don't die as much. Like they don't get. I don't think washing your hands has anything to do with that. Oh. Well, Well, it's just a pandemic anyway. So I'm just gonna put my cum inside myself. Uh, yeah, I'll put it in there for you. You cum on my dick, and then I'll put it in your ass. Yeah, dude. Okay. You know. Yeah. A little mayonnaise dog. I yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Lubricant. <laughs> oh, man. Look at that mayonnaise dog. Dude, that heater made it hot in here. Yeah. You, so you warm? I don't know. I've been kind of feeling weird, man. Like, yeah. that was all hot and shit on, yeah. on the way here. The, yeah. Cold. <laughs> you are hopped, man. Yeah. <laughs> Tasty dish. You're ready, ready to wind up and make me feel so bad. <laughs> That's it, just come in me. All right. Rodriguez was born on a farm in Santa Ria de Scupila, Brazil. His skull was all mushed in because his father soccer kicked his mom like Shogun Hua in pride. Damn. Yeah, just booted her, dude. Yeah, I mean. He, he probably just got too fired up, dude, thinking about Vanderlei doing a stomp. Oh. Puta que pariu and just smashed. Man, that's one, dude. That's my favorite. Rule, dude. That's my favorite to watch in Pride. Yeah. Well, yeah, because people weren't as good at MMA 
Yeah. It like was just like a fucking fight, loose. man. It well, was, yeah, well, it was like good fighters, but they like there was like not really a rule set. Yeah. Just mostly don't stall. It was a fucking brawl, run. dude. But yeah, the rule set now. I still love to watch him. I mean, not love. I like to watch it. All right, yeah. if it comes on. But yeah, back then, dude, it was just it was a fight. I still want. I've got a bunch of old Pride DVDs. I'll pop in and just watch. Yeah, they're real, man. They're way more exciting, I think. Like, obviously, not near as technical, but you could get away with a lot of bullshit. Bro. Yeah, stomping <laughs> on heads and shit, dude. Yeah, oh, man. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. man, you remember that paper Brazilians, the Brazilians are the ones who stomp all the time. Oh, yeah, man. the Pedrino skull, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's just, it goes back to fucking... Getting soccered. All the cats running around Brazil, dude. Yeah. It makes that toxoplasmosis. Toxoplasmosis. Yeah. You get your tea boosted because cat pee makes rats horny. So if there's so many cats within, like, a radius, and they're peeing so much that they're trying to make rats horny, you can also get the heightened... Testosterone by whiffing cat pee. I need that. You might have it, dude. I might have it. But think about the way that your trailer smells right now. Yeah. <laughs> you might be good. You take those cats to your in-laws' house? Yeah. You put them in that trailer? No. Well, yeah, for like five days. They got to hang out for five days in there. Why? So they get used to the surroundings. You know, just take the fuck off. Are they going to be like outdoor cats? Yeah, I mean, they hang out outside. Oh, okay. okay. But they come inside at nighttime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 To sleep with us every night, no matter what. Yeah. I would not let a cat sleep with me. Yeah, we got that Don't want cat. him to, but they just don't give a shit. Yeah. We got that outside cat. He got stuck in the shed last night. Damn. He, like, wasn't around to come in, which I have it sometimes. And then this morning he wasn't waiting to come in. We were like, what the fuck? So I came out around fucking noon to work out in the garage. Shed's right next to it, and I heard him meowing. And I was like, where the fuck is that coming from? I'm like, what's around? Sure enough, dude. Stuck in there. Oh, dude, I was, I heard mine screaming the other day, and it makes the craziest noise, especially when it's about to fight. It sounds like a goddamn bobcat. It's like, <laughs> no, it does like this. <laughs> like super loud. It was a street cat that they found, and it's like, like we, dude, it's crazy. Cats man. are so dumb, dude. And it does, it'll lay on its side and do this, like claw, but it'll like roll all the way over, and it just over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. It sounds like Danny Filth. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I listened to Cradle of Filth for like a day after you played it for me, and then I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it just, it's, it's just depends, man. <laughs> depends on what. Man, I was getting honked. It was pretty rocking. Yeah. It wasn't some more. But yeah, dude, he, got, he became a Cradle of Filth fan himself because his father kicked his pregnant mother in the stomach during a fight in 1954. He claimed that the first urge he had to murder is when he was 13. He was working his first job, which I, I, I should probably backstory. I mean, it'll, it'll come up, but they're in like Brazil at the time. They had a system of ghettos called the favela. They still have it. But in the 1950s, I mean, you just think about 50s technology. <laughs> it was fucking brutal, dude. It was destitute. They had no hope. I mean, Brazil was a third world country. It still is in some places, but back then it was a million times worse. Pedrino had to go get a job and work. There's no opportunity to just go to school and get a good education and things that a normal kid would do. He it sounds to, like somebody's yeah. kicking a box outside. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't smell like that. No, no. It smells bad. Yeah. Uh, he, he was working at a meat processing plant, so he had a young age. I mean, he started working at like 11 years old. He was conditioned to just watch death, watch animals get led to slaughter to become delicious meat that his family couldn't afford. 
So that'll get your brain working weird. <clears throat> he gets into a fight when he's 13 at the factory with his older cousin. He takes his older cousin's horse around the factory without his permission. He shows up with the horse again. His cousin wants to fight. Pedrino has no desire to fight. He was a small kid with a weird-shaped head. He had no desire to get into it with anybody. And then his cousin punched him in the face, took him by surprise. He was scared. He was sad. He was embarrassed. He ran off. And his whole family made fun of him for getting beat up by his cousin and not doing anything as a nice, supportive, nurturing family would, you know? Yeah. That so, sounds like it's very Brazilian. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Pucha What do you mean that he go punch you into the face? Boha! He punch you in the face and you stomp on his head. He's edgy. You stomp on his face. You wash it. I didn't say face. You wash it. Face. You wash it. The point of a keeper. You put your half a body. Sweat. Sweat. Come on. Come on the top. Come on a half guard. Yeah, they talk stupid. <laughs> Every Brazilian I know, they always call me Budgie Luigi. Budgie. <laughs> the Budgie yeah, so he gets into, he has to get his fucking pride back. So instead of, you know, just like learning martial arts or working out or anything that a normal person would do if they want to beat somebody and then just punch them up down the road, he instead comes up with the idea of murder and pushes his cousin, who's a couple years older than him, into a hydraulic sugarcane press. Miraculously, it was able to be stopped before it ground him to death, but he was fucked up for life. He got sent to uh, Juvenile Hall. While he was sent away, his family, which was already a piece of shit family, was falling apart. I mean, his father was a school security guard, which was actually, for the area, a pretty decent job. However, his dad was a fucking drunk, so he had pissed away all his money on getting lit. And to the people that he worked with, he was a super nice guy, responsible, showed up on time, had been at that job for years. People knew him, people trusted him, people liked him, but then he would get hammered and go home and stomp on his fucking wife's stomach. <laughs> 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 it's funny that that's funny, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> Man, beers never made me feel like that, dude. Beers never make you feel like that? Yeah. No. Not stomp on my no, wife. Are, I do want to stomp. Jackies, dude. Oh. I mean, she's not going to six of them, but. Okay. Is there any more towels? Book on the girls, book on the guys. Yeah. Uh, not that you're doing anything distracting right now. <laughs> well, I, I was trying to get, I'm trying to get a buzz. Well, do you want to do? Do you have that one? Yeah. Well, you know, oh. I'm sitting here thinking about. What beer? Going home, whooping your wife's ass. Dude. Yeah, like I'm not trying. Tonight. Like, what if I get, what if I get in the type of headspace to stomp my wife? Yeah, dude, dude how do you do that, man? I gotta think about. I think it. about whooping people's asses when I get real fucked up, but do I don't. Ever, yeah, I don't ever think about like. I feel like the least violent I felt when I'm hammered. Yeah, but I but it's not like whooping their ass to like Too just chill, beat dude. the shit out of yeah. them. It's just for fun. Like wedges. It gives me a shoot. nice calming effect. These bush lights do, man. Yeah. Bush light rules. This is a fucking Xanax. If you want to be a part of the community, if you want to be one of the fellas, reach for a frosty cold unpaid spot. I always associated this shit with like people in the deer woods and Dude. lesbians that eat pussy. Do you love pussy? Yeah, but I understand now. Okay. Like it's, it's definitely a science to it. Yeah. Bush. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. What could be greater than 
punching a gator. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm going to call a pussy from now on. Gator, gator loose. Punch that gator, dude. Let me hit what could be greater than butchering a gator? Gator <laughs> much. <laughs> yeah, dude. Snacking box rocks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a shirt, dude. <laughs> yeah, snacking box rocks. <laughs> I love it, man. That should be a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like AFC Snacker. Let me see that Snacker. Bring that damn Snacker over here now. I'm hungry. <laughs> Let me see a Crave Case. <laughs> yeah, dude. Call up fucking White Castle. I need a Crave Case. Dude, that's the sickest I've ever been at a fast food place. Yeah, we did. We ate it, dude. That's yeah, we a, ate it, Crave Here's case, the man. issue, dude. Yeah. Period lies the problem. I don't think it's for two people. <laughs> I no, think it's for a party. It's for a family, man. <laughs> we, it's for a Brazilian family of 15. Yeah. You know? It's for the favelas, dude. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's 40 bucks for like, I don't know, 100 hamburgers. Yeah. Is it, it's 100, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we ate that. <laughs> that sucked, dude. Yeah, dude. We were just laid down in the back of the van, fucking. Oh. <laughs> dude, the farts are crazy. Yeah. If we were in Brazil, they would be like, it's the favela smellers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the <laughs> The <laughs> Look out, your fellas. <laughs> it's the favela smeller. <laughs> I am the favela smeller. Bow to me. I'm going to listen to that. I the whole grave case. And now it stinks. <laughs> I tell you what does make you want to go whoop some wife asses is Marauder Man. Why your wife, dude? Good, <laughs> dude. Is whoever's around? Yeah, pretty much anybody. <laughs> yeah, Marauder Can't listen to that in the car with her in the car. Yeah, rules. You gonna wreck it? No. <laughs> she won't allow you? No, 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 I'm no, just kidding. No. You're being problematic, dude. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I do see you can say when I listen to that shit. <laughs> So while Pedrino is away in juvenile hall, he's turning 14, and he finds out that his father has been fired from his job and completely ruined his family because they went from being a two-income household, and again, completely poverty-stricken, can barely get by. Two, They had three incomes. They lost Killer Petey's income, they lost his father's income, his mom's like a housekeeper, so she's making barely any money. His dad resorted to hunting. He went and killed monkeys in the woods to fucking get their pelts and sell them for leather. Ooh. Yeah. Monkey leather's wild a bit. I know, dude. That's I crazy. Yeah. Dude, I think monkeys are, that's got to be the hard, like one of the hardest things to hunt. Yeah. That's got to be. Dude. They're evasive. Well, not only that, they'll <laughs> fuck you up. Yeah. You know? Like, I they, mean, not if you have a gun. Well, yeah, but think about if you kill one and the others know you killed it. Uh, <laughs> they come at you and shit. You gotta shoot them too. And make they could just pull dude. your arms out of your sockets, oh, off yeah. your body, dude. Oh, they can yank anything they want. <laughs> and great. they go for dick, dick dude. That's oh, yeah, they rip your dick off. That's what they look for. It's right at that, that level, sucks, dude. dude. Yeah, that they sucks. yank your fucking <laughs> that cock off. sucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> monkeys suck. They go for the banana. They suck, yeah. The, I was kind of feeling bad. Like, dude, don't hunt monkeys, but if you think about it, dude. The first thing that a monkey will go for is to yank your cock. Dude. They yeah. want it off of your body. Yeah, it looks That's like a banana, they dude. Yeah. They want to yank that what if it, right off. Peel, what if they yanked it off and then peeled it like a banana, dude? What if it yanked it very close to pulling it off? Yeah, and just lift it? But did it a bunch of times and be busted. What if it was like the hardest yank you ever got, but you nutted? Pleasure pain, man. Yeah. I bet a monkey yank would be pretty cool if they could tame it down a little bit. 
I've seen him eat an ass, man. I, yeah. I went I went to the fucking zoo one time with, <laughs> with my son. Whenever he was like, he's probably about four at the time, and he fucking the old monkey picked up the young monkey <coughs> like like a sandwich by its ass <laughs> and started licking his asshole. Whoa. And my son goes, he's snacking him. <laughs> <laughs> He smacked his ass, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, when we went to the Memphis Zoo not that long ago. That's a cool zoo, dude. We went to the Bonobo thing. Yeah. And, like, I knew Bonobos were horny. But I was thinking, like, surely the Bonobos on display aren't just going to be fucking no, they don't wrong, dude, wrong. Well, they, like, went back to get food and they came out with food and this one ran to the corner. And as soon as he got to the Start corner, another off. one ran. No, dude, another mm-hmm. fucking monkey ran down and just threw its ass in its face. Hell and yeah. he pounded it, like, right away, dude. I, we saw monkeys fucking. I saw birds fucking, dude. I didn't even know birds had dicks and pussies, dude. <laughs> 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 I didn't think I saw birds did it, dude. Yeah. They were, dude, I saw bird dick. I saw entry. I wish I was a monkey, I saw man. penetration, dude. Yeah. It was crazy. Bird dick? Yeah, <laughs> can was, you see his dead balls? They were tiny, dude. They were like the itty bitty birds. You know the birds that you get a cup and you feed them. Yeah, they were fucking, dude. Yeah. Oh, they were just having sex. Man, my cat's balls are big. Yeah, cats he, get big. Dude, he's got kittens right now. He ain't take care of them. Hell, you know, because he ain't never around his kids. You had more kittens? I didn't. He went up to the neighbor's house and fucked all her cats. Oh yeah, how do they know it's his? I dude, they're his man because he's got nuts yeah. and they're all black. So. <laughs> they're all black or they're like the, like a cow pattern like black and Did white they say anything to you? no they don't give a shit dude that lady's all cooked up cats and crazy suck, man that cat rule these cats rule they're fine I mean they're cool to be around but they just keep having more cats dude they're a problem yeah. that's, the way, that's the problem with Brazil yeah that's I'm why trying to make my that's house that's why it's fucking wild dude. I need to get crazed <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> dude you're getting toxed yeah, so he finds out that his dad got fired for stealing food. And his dad claims he didn't do it. And everyone believes him pretty much, but the hierarchy system of the school, so there's like a security guard that had yeah. just started working there. Uh, steals food, most likely him. His dad says it was him. The fucking guy had just started working there, and he keeps his job, and the guy that had worked there for forever gets fucking fired. Um, they had a thing where... He did an appeal, so the way Brazil was working at the time, I guess, they had like an appeals court set up for that type of thing, and the judge ruled in favor of the newer guy and said that the uh, Matador Pedrino's father was the one who had, in fact, stolen the food. So Pedrino gets out of prison and realizes that his family's all fucked up and why his family's fucked up. He uh, decides to take revenge into his own hands. I fucking hate that you can go to jail for stealing food. Yeah, that does suck. That's ridiculous, That's man. Correct. Like, if you're be- below the poverty line. Yeah. Like, why? You know? There's a cop here, man. One time this uh, this, homeless, this kid was getting food for his family at Walmart. And uh, he was about to walk out the door. And they stopped him. And the cop was like, I'll just pay for this shit. And just yeah. paid for it. And didn't take him to jail or anything. It was like, That's kind of cool. That's very cool. Most of them would have just taken them to jail. I think we talked about that before. I definitely think we talked about it. It's been a while, though. Probably new listeners. Where the dude that is the loss prevention guy at the Walmart buyer house. Yeah. Fucking, dude, he's like, 
always lurking around, like you know exactly who he is if you go if you go in there. He looks like a lawn gnome. But he takes his job so fucking seriously, dude. He's always like spying on people through the aisles. And I've seen him catch several people. But anyway, it turned out he lived like right at the beginning of where our road starts. Yeah. And one day I found out. I know out exactly who he is. Because I was driving home and he was getting evicted from his fucking trailer. Like there was cops with the landlord there throwing all the shit out. <laughs> Hell like, yeah. That's what you get, you fucking All there freak. is is food in there. <laughs> yeah. That's it's not even your a, job, man. Your job is to stop people from eating. That sucks. That's crazy. Yeah, that Walmart is not even a, it's a neighborhood market, so it's just a goddamn grocery store. Yeah, that sucks, dude. I used to drop kids off there and go steal food. Tight. All the time at work, <laughs> so. Like, I need some food, I'd tell them how to go do it, man. You're like, going there. This guy's not that good at his job. Turn that back label on. But he loves to catch people, dude. Yeah. You can tell. He well, he's a cop. He wants to be a cop. No, he's not a cop. He wants to be a he cop. He wants to be. He yeah. definitely wants to be a cop. But he's a little fucking ugly toad, so. Yeah, he used to come into the bar uh-huh. and try to like act like hot shit. Really? Yeah, and then I was like, "Don't you work at fucking Walmart, man?" Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Well, I do uh, security there." I was like, "No, you're loss prevention." Yeah. I was like, "Which one do you work at?" And he you, told him, and I was, like, he's, I was like, "I was like, rules say thanks." I was like, "Oh wow, man, you stop people from stealing food that they need." I was like, "You're pretty cool. You're gonna get laid tonight for sure." No. Uh, you know, like. <laughs> I bet he's not a fat fucking wife, dude. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. He drives a little fucking rice racer thing. That's what he calls it. It says rice racer on the back of his car. Ugh. Yeah, think about that. Gross. <laughs> yeah. That guy sucks. So when Pedrino decides to take the law into his own hands, 14 years old, he finds the deputy mayor of Santa Rita. Uh, figures out where he's at, stalks him, gets his grandfather's shotgun. Pulls up on him, shoots at him once, misses. But before the mayor could turn around to defend himself, pow pow, shot fucking dead. First murder on the books. And the reason being is because, you know, the guy ruled against his dad and he thought that he was getting justice. That's a theme with this guy is that every killing he does, he thinks is some type of justice. It is. Come on, God. Yeah, justice wears punishment. Dun, 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 and three. Nothing gets me more stoked for violence than that song. Oh, yeah, dude. Biohazard. Urban Discipline is one of the hardest motherfucking albums. Too many songs? Yeah. But the ones that are hot are hot. Yeah, yeah. A month after that, still hungry for vengeance, he found the security guard that had blamed his father. He waited for him at school, caught him by himself, pulled him into a closet, once the guard realized who he was, he began crying and begging for forgiveness. And Killer Padrino asked him, Is it the fatal what you did? <laughs> Security guard begged for his life. While Padrino told him, You ruined my family. Not can't eat. Not can't drink. Have to live in the poverty. You was going to die. I was going to kill you. I tie your boot sheet. Yeah. And he fucking killed him, dude. Pow. Snap. Right at the fucking school, man. After he was back on the streets, Pedrino ended up taking over again, which is pretty tight, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, the way he took over was by force, of course. It wasn't by being a chill dude and 
politically going up the fucking ranks. That's kind of like how, that is one of the things I like about Brazil, is that that is how it works. Yeah, you gotta overhard people, dude. You over, you dude, you gotta take my force, brother. Yeah. That's tight. Capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) Always first in the line. (laughs) God damn, dude. Yeah, I love that album, dude. Yeah, if you guys are out there and you're younger, perhaps, or you haven't ventured into the harder side of hardcore, you got it. Got to. Today, right now, this minute. After you listen to this episode, go get Master Killer by Marauder. Yeah. Go get Urban Discipline by Biohazard. Well, the thing with a Marauder, dude, go get a especially, well, just... Small weight set. Just fucking Master Killer. is It's all fucking, like, death metal riffs with, like, oh, these yeah, I mean, it's, crazy... It's the original metaphor. Fucking hard breakdowns, man. Yeah. It's nasty. Yeah. Good, great tone, great songwriting. Yeah. It'll get you. The guitar parts are just stupid, man. Look it down the barrel of a gun. Everything's hard tonight, dude. Oh. <laughs> God, dude, it gets me <laughs> shook. I've heard it a million times, dude, and I'm just thinking about it. It gets me going. Yeah. There's definitely a soundtrack to this episode, but yeah, so. There's a soundtrack to me never going to jail. <laughs> if I get pulled over, I'll just play that. I'll just play that, dude. Yeah. You been drinking tonight? <laughs> yes, I have. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. So what he does is he he assembles the gang that he's a part of at a dock for supposedly a deal. All of them are armed. He pulls out his shotgun and asks what the fuck they're up to. One of the guys flinched. So he shot him. Hell yeah. Which. Led to the death of another guy and gravely injuring another one because of the fucking shotgun. So they started calling him Cartridge P. Damn. That's a cool name. Hey, Cartridge P. Shit. Hey, Cartridge P. <laughs> 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 hey. <laughs> shoot a one, a shoot a two, shoot a three, Cartridge P. <laughs> hey, Cartridge P. Around this time, three of his closest friends been working on a deal where they're supposed to meet up with a rival dealer named Chiba. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking about the WWF China. Would you fuck China? Yeah. Why hell yeah. Yeah, me too, man. Who wouldn't? Yeah, Jack. I got the jack off to that it's issue. It's a huge clip, dude. Yeah, well, duh. I want to see what's going on with one of those in the flesh. A big clit? Yeah. I want to fiddle it. Yeah. Come up to the gym. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a girl that wor- that works out of oh, my gym. Right. Can you see it through her shorts? Yeah. That's tight, dude. But she was, she's wearing like... That's fucking tight. Skinny jeans and shit. Or not skinny jeans, uh, yoga pants when she's working yeah, out and yeah, shit. Yeah. You can see the fucking shrimp hanging down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> it's like you got a fucking... Uh, one of those like scented Christmas trees in your car. That's yeah. what it looks like. It looks like a fucking whoa. Yeah, I was like holy shit. You got a hanging uh, decoration. Yeah, a little bit of that coconut. That's a shrimp decoration, dude. Yeah, that's a coconut shrimp. That's an ogre clit. I love coconut shrimp, man. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, slap that on a biscuit. Nah, with some sauce. Why do you need a biscuit, dude? It's fried. Man. It's battered, dude. It's already got biscuit around. I know, but dude. What is it with you and your fucking cohorts and double carbon stuff? 
Because we're actual Southerners. Southerners. So okay, so you're trying now you're trying to tell me that coconut shrimp and biscuits is a southern dish. No, but it should be. <laughs> now think about it. It, it sounds gross. Man, dude. those biscuits at fucking red much. lobster are good, man. They're okay. Well I'm saying you put the coconut shrimp on it. I don't want to do that, dude. A cheesy garlic biscuit with coconut What's shrimp. Marmalade. Oh man. That's good. That's not even marmalade, dude. It's like a wing tang sauce. <laughs> no, that's an orange marmalade, man. That is not marmalade, dude. It ain't real marmalade. Okay. Shrimp quits. Yeah, I do like that. Now. I'll put that on a biscuit. Man, I mean, we're not too far from like being able to like put a face on a clit. Think about that. Like, what do you mean? Like, dude, how cool would it be if somebody grew a big clit, but it was our faces? Yeah. That would be tight, dude. You grew it? If you, yeah, like, like you could fucking like go. I want my clit to look like this. <laughs> or, like shape it and shit. All right. Somebody in our group. If my face was on a clip. Would you suck it? No. Okay. No. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> Man, somebody in our group posted hey, that that uh, like what it's like to go from like male to female to sex change surgery. It looks rough. That looks crazy, man. But I, my my question is, is like, and this might be. I don't know. I was thinking, yeah, but it's like, do you come like a girl though? Oh, that's not insensitive. Uh, I think they make. I mean, but do you? Come, oh, like you have that time. Like, do you get to just get to come over and over again like that? I don't know, dude. Because if so, then you're not. You're not a I'll lady. Change, dude. You're not a lady. I would too. Yeah. I would hey, too. Dude. I'm not insensitive to it. Well, I think you guys it, have way cooler gadgets than we do. Because you can keep going, man. Well, yeah, their gadgets seem crazy. Yeah. Like long gas. Dude. Yeah, long ones. I I want to know if it's like that. Earthshaker. I would do that right. I mean, maybe that's why there's so many fucking like dudes that have wives and then they get a sex change, uh, and then they're like they still wanna, with yeah. They want a gas like that. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's why that happens. I want a gas like that, dude. Dude, I'll turn into a girl. Yeah, if I can gas like that. Yeah, man. Sure. Fuck yeah. I don't have. Have you seen that documentary on on Netflix? It's like that dude that he's a powerlifter and then he. He transitions into a woman, so now he's a she. No, I have to see that. It's great, man. Yeah, that's right. That's for me. Because he just because li- she just lifts really fucking heavy weights, and then also is fucking. Dead. But ha- has a Karen cut, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Tanned. Yeah. That gets tanned. Yeah, jacked as fuck, yeah. man. Like definitely, yeah. definitely it's doing juice, you know. Still. <laughs> yeah. Stretching yeah. over. Yeah. Whoa. Dude, Maybe so, that's how you keep keep it going. So basically, high T. Yeah. But probably not strong enough to be like uh, world records men's. He's broken some records. For and women's. In, no, women and uh, men, but it was like state record and shit, which is, yeah, that's not you know, good. yeah. Hey, Margarita. So, yeah, that rules, dude. Well, I mean, we need, I'm sure we have trans fans, trans fans. Trans fans, yeah. Yeah, dude, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you guys I'd love to hear from you, trans yeah, fans. dude. If you guys come like girls now, let I us know. You know. I'll fucking I'll do it, dude. I'm coming, I, dude. Does I'm does, coming to come. Does insurance cover that surgery? Because I got yeah, good I insurance, so, man. I fucking get my shit cut so I can flick my fucking twat, man. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are the least I heard about. <laughs> Yeah, man. You know what I would do if I got a pussy, though, man? 
I showed off like a new pair of shoes. <laughs> I'd be like, hey guys, look what I got. Got <laughs> some new British tights. <laughs> <Dude, yeah. coughs> These are British tights. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, dude, having a pussy would rule, dude. But like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Lord, <laughs> we are all sinners, God. We know that every day we transgress against your wants, your desires, Lord. And that's just human nature, God. And I know one day, because of our belief in your Son, the Savior, the Messiah, came to this planet, <laughs> gave his life for us, good Lord Jesus Christ, that we will walk on your golden avenues, come through your pearly gates. And I want to ask one thing, Lord, before that, Lord God, just one thing I want to ask you before that, sweet God in heaven. If you could just look down upon me, smile with prosperity, and just turn my ass into a pussy, Lord. If you could <laughs> find it within you to where when I open my cheeks up, there is not a butthole, Lord God, but there's a clitoris, the vulva and a vagina, God, please. If it is your will, if you do so, see fit. In Jesus' heavenly name we pray. Amen. Dude, we have to have a gathering of people. Where you do that and you dress in that shit you wore to Halloween. Oh, just a suit? Yeah. Oh, I did a wet. Uh, congratulations to uh, podcast listeners Jeff and Waverly Ross now. I married them. That was a good time. Yeah, it's just crazy that someone was like, man, we gotta get married. Who should do it? Yeah. Yeah, but man, I was thinking, you know, I've how, heard this guy pray to have his butt turned into a pussy before. Yeah. It's pretty good, so I think we should call him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, there's this thing I had to, I had to go to at work. It was like donations to some kind of thing with police. I don't know what it was, but they wanted me to come there. And Did you come? And there was a fucking, uh, there was a dude that is a senator from Tom Cotton's office that was there. And he came up and introduced himself. Like, all these people are introducing themselves. And he's like, well, what do you do? And I do this. He's like, how, what do you think the problem is? Like, capitalism? And he goes, okay. And he just turned and walked off. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, how much do you make a year? Like, $107,000 or something like that, like a year? And he's like, uh, I don't really discuss that. And I was like, yeah, see, that's a problem, man, is that this is going on. And then, like, there was a guy that was a preacher that showed up. And he started doing a prayer circle. If you could have been that guy, that you, could, cool. you could do that. I would love to. That's the thing is next time they invite me to some shit. <laughs> you bring, tell them you got a preacher to come. No, no, no. I'm not going to tell them anything. I'm yeah. just going to tell you and Brian <laughs> yeah. to show up and I like, don't fucking know y'all. I'm down, dude. Just, dude, that would be so, <laughs> so fucking bad. hilarious, I'm man. Oh, my God. Sweet Heavenly Father, we know the world today is not what it's supposed to be. We live in sin, Lord. Yeah. And you have cast judgment down upon us, God. We've got people living in these streets, Lord. People are struggling, God. We need your guidance. We need our Heavenly Father to shine light unto this dark nation, Lord. People are more divided than ever, God, and you know that. And that is all part of your master plan, Lord. Speaking of dividing, God, when I do that to my butt cheeks, what I'd like to find inside of it is a pussy. <laughs> Dude, I know. Listen, it's been a heyday at my job. They've been having me come to events and shit, and I'm like, man, I don't want to go. Yeah. I will show up in the next one. <laughs> that would be so fun. Allow me to lead us in prayer. Dear Lord. <laughs> but you, I mean, I'm sure we have to have people sign shit beforehand. And be like, 
we're going around. We're filming. We're a revival, dude. Let's just do a revival, man. <laughs> Let's get it. I know where we can do it. Yeah, because I've seen, I've thought about this before. Because I saw a, a tent put up with like chairs in it. They just said revival. I was, and there was people there. So I was like, yeah, dude, we could do a revival. And I could get a good to like twenty biblical minutes in. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, like roll with it. Like, oh man, that'd be so good. Like you know, the reason that the Lord had been in the earth, if we look back into Genesis, it was within His image. He wanted man to be like Him, free from sin. But He wanted man to have a choice. And when man is given a choice, there's only one thing he can choose, and that's the burden that he's born with. And it was a woman that came unto the snake in the garden, and ate the apple, and passed it forth to Adam. Now, what did we learn from that? She has a pussy. We do not. Now, if God... (laughs) If God would look down upon us as a nation and say, my disciples, great leaders, chosen leaders, ones who are supposed to protect over my flock, because there's one thing I can do for you, men, just name it. And what I would name to our Lord and Savior is just turn my asshole into a pussy now. Please. That's it, dude. And everybody knows that's what's going on. It's like, hey, we need you to sign this shit so we can't sue us. Uh, we get like 20 plans. Yeah. Like 20 people to show up dressed up. Recruits. They yeah. recruit people too, dude. Yeah. And then, and then you like unsuspecting churchgoers. And so then when I'm, if I get just like 20 minutes of straight biblical shit. Yeah, it probably has to be on like Revelation to be a revival. Like he, he's coming back, yeah, to judge us for the things we've done. Now, when we turn to Revelation and we see that it's a seven-headed beast, I think that is a figure of what has become represented as the seven-headed monster. That is television, the internet, the movie industry, our government. Which I don't know two more fucking gay things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's the seven-headed beast, and I think he's back. And if you want to look for the Antichrist right now, I bet you can find him. Or I bet he's coming shortly. Because these are the worst times we've seen. It says right in the Bible. People will be watching pornographic movies. It's everywhere. If I turn on network television right now, church flock, and I will see a breast. Now, if you think back to 1950, that didn't happen. We've only come that far in less than 100 years. Now, what do you think God's got in store for us? When he's coming back, he's coming back soon. And when he comes back for me, what I want God to be able to find in my heart is purity. But in my ass is a pussy. Yep. <laughs> and I'll just stand right behind you with the suit on. But everyone's just like, amen. Slapping a Bible, screaming <laughs> amen, dude. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And we have hymns, dude. Man, there's this guy who used to go to my parish church. He's a big motherfucker and he had a deep voice. He was at my grandpa's uh uh, funeral. You remember that old dude that kept going, Amen. Oh, yeah, dude. dude. I was like, what the fuck? That guy is wild. That, man. dude, your dad's funeral was crazy. Hell yeah, it was, <laughs> man. That one old ass lady was slipping. Yeah. She's talking about her ex boyfriend and shit. Yeah. She's like, what the fuck? I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, she lost. And they were like, eventually somebody would go up there and tell her, okay. They said to pull her off, dude. Her husband would just pull her ass off stage. Because she was talking about, like... My dad saved somebody in a car wreck and shit. Yeah, but yeah. she was just like, well, me and my ex-boyfriend went down to Africa to do mission studies, and her, I could see her husband being like, oh, shit. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> we lost her. Yeah. Uh, that was crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then that guy goes, rrr, rrr. Yeah, everything, dude. And then my <laughs> shitty fucking, my shitty fucking uncle. Yeah. That was like a, he was like in some fucking like big Christian shit and wrote some songs or whatever. Yeah, he was singing a bunch. And, and he was and singing. That fucking amen guy loved it. Dude. Yeah, man. Just as I am, Lord, a pussy in my ass. Yeah, dude. <laughs> my aunt told me the other day they were like in. they were like he's got liver cancer or some shit I was like good fuck him man. Yeah, I fucking hate that dude he, he sucks he, he fucking sucks he's like trying to sell CDs and shit dude did he did he like fucking <laughs> trying to my brother was like couldn't deal with all the shit going on so he's like I'm gonna move to Colorado and so he's like well let me give you 600 bucks but basically he gave him 600 bucks because he wouldn't take money from my grandpa <laughs> and so when this was going on he tells him he takes 600 bucks. Like, take this as a gift now. You're going to do what you're supposed to do or whatever. Nichols leaves. And then my uncle turns around and looks at my dad. And then my dad pulls out 600 bucks to get him. And I was like, what a piece of shit, man. And then he was like, yeah, we had to do what we got to do. And I was like, nah, man. You, you have a, you're a corporate dude. My parents don't have fucking money, man. Yeah, it's like, don't, don't act like you're cool. You know? Uh, yeah. And then he was like. He was like, you know, he just wants to make sure he's safe. And I was like, but you don't. You don't give a shit. Yeah, you don't care at you're all. You're a fucking asshole. And I was like, you're going to sing at some point at my dad's funeral. Just know I think you're gay. Hell yeah. <laughs> he is gay, dude. He, he looks is, gay. He's gay. His hair's all coiffed. He doesn't have any hair. He's bald as a dick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bald as a dick. Yeah, he likes yeah, to yeah, suck. Yeah, yeah. Fuck him, man. Yeah, he's a big old oh, that guy's a fucking idiot, too, yeah, man. They're all gay. Yeah, like the preacher couldn't hear. He said the same dude. Did your grandma's funeral? And he couldn't get her name right and shit. Yeah, I was like, "This is crazy, dude." dude yeah. What are we doing? You got paid five hundred bucks. Yeah, to do when, that. He, when I got told that, well, because I was like kind of pissed that he couldn't get her name right, like over and over again. Yeah. And then I was like, "Dude, did you notice that?" And you were like, "Yeah, Lori just paid him five hundred bucks." I'm yeah, like, dude. What? And I ran into him at Arby's. He didn't know who I was. He knew me since I was a kid. And then he yeah. was like, he tried. I was wearing this hoodie, and so he was like. He's like, I want to talk to you about your jacket. And I was like, <laughs> just like you were a straight. I was like, man, you know. I was like, you know who the fuck I am, man. He was like, no. I was like, I'm, you know. And he goes, oh. He's like, well, you you've been raised in the church. I was like, that's why I don't like it. I was like, God's gay, dude. You're yeah, gay. You're gay. <laughs> he was like, I'm not gay. I'm gay. like, you're gay, yeah, man. Dude, you have a problem with gay people. I was like, if you suck the dick, you would love it. Yeah. You would love it, you'd man. You'd love it. Love it. You give it all up, dude. You laid down the whole story. We've been rambling, but that's okay. cool, man. This is a good episode. But we'll get back into Killer Victorino. Right now, he's cartridge peeing for busting up his friends. So where we flew out was China. We started thinking about big quits. So Pedrino already had a problem with China because China's reputation is that he was uh, fucking... It's kind of like you would think about any sleazy drug dealer. I mean, he abused women. He was shitty to the people around him. Yeah. Rich guy. But came up on money the dirty way. Robbed people. Wasn't a good dude at all. Killer Petey tried to be a good... Just drug dealer. I mean, minus just murdering everybody. But China, his reputation pissed him off. So, Pedrino said, look, instead of fucking doing this deal, we're going to rob him. We're going to take his money, his drugs, his guns, and they did. Because of that, he became a target of Brazil's death squads, which are still going on, dude. Hell yeah. There's a rocket documentary right now on Prime you got to watch. Yeah. That there's a, there's a Brazilian dude. Who's kind of like Geraldo. And back in the early 2000s, maybe it was late. Well, yeah, I guess it was like 
from the early 90s to the early 2000s, he was at, like, so the death squads were just murdering people left and right. It was just vigilante shit, you know? Yeah. So it was like they would kill dirty cops. They would work with dirty cops to kill drug dealers. It was all shitty people they, they were killing, but they, you know, themselves became shitty people because they're fucking murdering people and it, doing unscrupulous things on top of that. But every time there'd be some crazy gangland murder, this guy would be there before the police were, like, reporting on the scene. So it came out that the dude, I wish I could remember his name right now. This is why we're not, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you want something serious, you should tune in the case file. Yeah. But uh, it, it's also not related to the case. It just kind of fucking, I'm like Kanye on Joe Rogan. I'm riffing, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm riffing right now. That's what I do, Joe Rogan. I'm riffing. I'm riffing on this. But the talk show host was paying members of the death squad to go murder drug dealers. And when he would know when it was going to happen, so he would be there before the cops. Holy shit. Yeah. But he got caught, but he was like, you know, like people would tune into his shit more than anyone else. So he was super rich from his TV show, but he had helped the whole thing set up himself. The Nanars. Oh, yeah. That's a cool rap. Wasn't Henzo fucking doing some shit with the death squads? Yeah. That's wild. Dude, Henzo is like a Nazi. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say, but he was like, I'm saying that the wrong way. He was posting a bunch of shit on Twitter. Yeah. With like quotes of famous Nazis like Himmler. What? Yeah. And people were calling him out and he was like, well, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hinzo's wild, man. Yeah, he is, dude. That, that shit. I mean, he's not white, you know, so yeah. I don't think he's racist. And it's a very diverse gym. Like, he's not racist. That's yeah, why I shouldn't call him Nazi. That's just wild. <laughs> I've been in that gym. It's pretty cool. There's, like, there's, there's people from all backgrounds. There. Yeah, he's like, definitely not racist. Dude. And there's some kids in there that are fucking scary, though. That's a gnarly gym, dude. Yeah. It's like one of the best. But, uh, man, that shit wherever those guys were going to rob him, and he was posting pictures of him fucking choking him and shit, taking selfies. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, Oh, yeah, man. Enzo rules. Yeah, yeah Enzo Gracie... Probably the coolest fucking Gracie. Yeah. Which, I mean, just Google it. I don't need to give a whole backstory on who Gracie's are. But anyway, he, uh, some, some guys tried to rob him in the streets of New York. So two dudes, just, you know, they picked the wrong guy. Yeah. He disarmed him, caught the first one, stomped him, ran the second one down, and filmed him. They, he, did, he did to him what they call in Brazil a raccoon mask. Yeah. So he punched him in the face so many times that he just had a solid <laughs> bruise stripe on his face. <laughs> and he kept choking him to sleep and told him he was going to die. Yeah. And they would let him wake up and be like, you're going to die. And then choke him to sleep again. <laughs> <laughs> and let his ass go. <laughs> yeah, he let him go, dude. But that rules. Taking selfies and shit. That was, yeah, that That rules. was so cool, that man. That is hilarious. Yeah. But it's like, you can't be mad at him because they were trying to rob him. He's a fucking pro fighter. Like, that's that's what happens, you know? Well, it just also, like, it just gives you an idea, like, what Brazil's like, you know? Yeah. You know, so. It's run or get run over, dude. Yeah. So the death squad is coming for Pedrino and, uh, one thing that the death squad would not do is, like, victimize super poor people if they're, like, homeless or kids. They would not kill him. So he be, he became a homeless person to blend in with the homeless. And again, dude, the, we're talking about this guy. He's only 16 at the time. Damn. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, the cops hated him, the death squad hated him, all the gangs hated him. He had too many enemies to stay out, you know? When he's 16, he gets caught by the cops. Um, they attack him, they shoot all of his best friends that were part of his gang. And uh, with, with after this, dude, so he goes to prison. <clears throat> and in prison, he becomes a part of this religion that Brazilians call witchcraft. I don't, I can't say the name of it, dude. So. You say it? I don't know, I thought you were going to say brujeria, but that's Spanish. No, that's Mexican, yeah. yeah. Um, but it is, it's basically the same shit. It's, it's like witchcraft, it's like uh, Santeria type shit. Yeah. So, he goes to prison, he gets out, and he's in, he's like wanted for all these crimes. He's hiding, he's laying low with his relatives. He joins this fucking religion because they're like, look, this will make it, this, this religion will make it to where no one can harm you. No one can kill you. You can't get arrested. Like, you're invincible. So, they also believe that good and evil are nothing. Like, there's no good. There's no evil. You just have a life purpose. And whatever your life purpose is, you focus on that. And if you do that, then you're, like, going to heaven, basically. Yeah. And he knows that his life purpose, in his mind, is to kill those who don't see justice. You know, in his mind, he's dealing justice to those that need it. This resonates with me too much, man. Does it? Yeah. Well, I would never kill anybody. You're beating moms, dude. Yeah, but I mean, like, dude, I just, <laughs> well, I see it day in, day out of my job where it's like, this guy's walking around, why is he not locked up? Yeah. You know? Sure, it's like, sure, sure, sure. That makes sense. You know, it's like this, I mean, it's, a, it's basically like, you, you just see these people fucking up kids' lives and then they just don't get the, nothing happens to nothing them. Happens to them, man. Yeah. It's like, oh, I did 30 days in jail. Like, yeah, but dude, we live in such a fucking shit world, man. Yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, it was bad. It, like, uh, you know, you saying that really makes me think of, of like, and I'll get back. Here's the, just so we don't bug it up too much by going off topic, we're at a point where he's joined this crazy religion. <clears throat> but if you've watched The Social Dilemma, yeah, which is basically people that work for all the giant tech corporations explaining what we all essentially knew was true that every social media platform was conceived to use your data to make money and the way that they make money is by advertising and the way they get money by advertising is where they can confirm that you buy products based upon the time you spend on social media. And the way they get you to buy products is to put you in certain patterns. And when you're in a certain pattern that they can predict, they know when to feed you something to buy. And what they're looking for, the most easily available emotion to elicit in people is anger. So to make you mad, they'll follow your patterns, they'll know what you like, They'll know what you dislike. They'll know what arguments you get involved in. They'll know when you agree with things. What they really want to find are things where, if like, let's say, buddy, you're on the left and I'm on the right. <clears throat> let's say we disagree on five things. And for every five things we disagree on, there's one thing we agree on. So the, of the five things we disagree on, the one thing we agree on, they want to draw both of our attention to the one thing we agree on. Sure. But to get to that point, they have to run us through every single thing that we disagree on. So they're trying to make us mad and then put us on common ground to make our emotions plateau 
And then that's when you're the most impulsive and susceptible to buy something. Sure. And that is what, that's the entire point of social media. So there's no, they're not trying to connect anybody. They're not trying to give anybody accurate news. They're not trying to make the world a better place. What they're trying to do is to manipulate you to conform to a pattern so when you're at your most emotional state, they can feed you advertisements when you're at your most likely to make an impulsive purchase. Sure. And that sucks. Yeah. But I that is literally ruined our country. Yeah. It's ruined it. Because I, dude, the, shit. the shit that people believe in right now, the reason why we're so divided, I'm 100% convinced, is because of Facebook. Yeah. It, 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 like, people... Dude, so when George Bush and Al Gore are running against each other, and they had that contended election, and it hinged on Florida, and we didn't know who the president was for like a week, remember that? Yeah. Dude, people didn't care that much. Yeah. It was a joke. Yeah. It was funny. Like, all the late night talks, like, dude, it's crazy right now. I yeah. mean, I'm, we're literally... If, so if When people say we're on the brink of civil war, yeah. It doesn't sound crazy. Tomorrow might be the defining moment. It doesn't sound crazy. You know, that's when that tomorrow they're supposed to, isn't tomorrow they're supposed to pick the president? It's the, yeah, it's election. Well, it'll be, it'll be Wednesday when we find out. Yeah. I yeah. think. Tomorrow's election day, so maybe it's yeah. late tomorrow night, but. I mean, but it, the thing is, it's like, it, it's come to this because we've pushed, because with social media, man. Yeah. They've pushed people into insanity. Well, I think Alex Jones, he thinks that. It's going to be tested because of the mail-in ballots, and we're going to be in this weird time period where we're waiting around. I don't think it's just him that thinks that. I think that's going to happen. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I think it has to be like very... Tensions high. will get real high. You have to have a boiling yeah. point. And it, we're, we've been at a boiling point. Yeah, I mean, everything's bad right now. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I'm not a pandemic guy at all, but coronavirus is not that bad. Yeah. But it's, like, completely ruined our economy. I mean, I know... That there's people out there that have been without work for a crazy amount, or they sure. had they had a job that they liked and they were making X amount of money, and it's not there anymore. Yeah, I mean that's a lot of people. So sure, shit's bad. Yeah, it's for crazy. everybody, and it's like, you know, I hate to be a conspiracy guy, but how how can there be this many bad things back to back to back to back? I don't know, man. There's definitely something weird going on. But what man. I'm getting at here to tie it into this story and with this religious thing that he's getting into is is like you're you're totally affected by what's coming in. You know? Yeah. Keep scraping on it. Um Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's all it's all bad, dude. And it, I, but it, it's not new, you know? I mean at this time got to think when you're living in this part of Brazil it's worse like everything's divided but it's between the rich and the poor which it kind of is now here yeah but this is the extremely fucking poor and I just don't want to see us end up like that but that's what it feels like yeah it's probably gonna happen people are gonna become impoverished I mean I don't know man I feel like we're probably coming up on another great depression right yeah, well, I mean, like, like somebody said something like, "I shouldn't be able to talk if I'm not going to vote." And they said that to you. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, I'm not going to vote because, like, no matter what, there's still going to be homeless kids." I was like, "If our fucking country's so fucking great, then how come there's homeless kids?" 
I was like, because I don't give a fuck, man. That's the only way you can you can like structure class by importance is by how much money somebody makes. It's like nobody gives a fuck. I don't believe in the political system whatsoever. Yeah, it's bullshit. I don't man. think any politician is going to make a difference in anything. You can tell anybody words or whatever. Like I, you know, it, like Hang I heard. On a second. Yeah. Check check check. What the fuck, dude? What? I, my shit's not. My mic's like spazzing out. Oh. <laughs> Alright, let's do it again. I don't understand. It's like a lag or something. Is it good now? I think so. Okay. This is good podcasting right here. Well, last time we recorded, it said my mic didn't pick up at all. So Yeah, I mean, it should happen to me, too, remember? So. Whoa. Check. Check. Now you say something. Check. 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 Is it good? I think so. Okay. Who loves a podcast? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, God damn. I'm just so stressed out after that. Last week I fucked up. Yeah. People don't want to wait another fucking week. Sure. Um, yeah, so here's this religion, right? So, anyway, I'm trying not to cast judgment on this guy for being in a crazy religion because we, as a fucking country right now, are caught up in a crazy religion. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, dude, you know, if Trump wins again, and again, I think all presidents are just on some figurehead shit. Yeah. But if Trump wins again, it's definitely the evangelicals that are pushing him into it, you know? Yeah, well, it's a... Uh, we're, we're in a place where people are pandering to, like, just shitty behavior because of that. You know, it's like they don't want to let go of those old values. Well, it's even like, how are you a Christian and you think that Trump is the guy for God? <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Anyway, so here's this religion that seems way cooler. <clears throat> All the things you got to do to join the religion is you have to swear that a perpetrator that strikes against you is met with equal harm. Then you have to kill a cat. Drain all its blood out, fill it with seeds. Then you gotta shave every hair on your body, including your goddamn eyebrows. Then you gotta dig up the cat, remove the seeds. Pedrino's uncle took the seeds and made them into a necklace. After that, Pedrino never took it off. He thought it was a ward that gave him invincibility. Damn, that's how toxoplasmosis happened, dude. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Cat seeds, dude. Yeah. You, you cover yourself in cat seed? Is cat seed just cat litter? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man. Yeah, after he got the necklace, he never took it off. He thought it gave him invincibility. Talked about it all the time. Even one time the cops shot at him, killed a bunch of his friends, nothing happened to him. No holes in him, real Pulp Fiction style. Uh, so he said that after that ceremony, he was never afraid again. He knew nothing could affect him. Oh, yeah. That rules. Yeah. I'm pretty sure what happened is that Brian turned off the auto doubling of this. Uh-oh. Fuck, but we're already so far ahead, dude. Oh, well. Should be good. Right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. It might, I think it might just be going through the top mic. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I think you might have just fucked all our shit up bad, dude. It seemed like, well, when we recorded it earlier and then played it back, it seemed like it was fine. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm letting it ride and we'll fucking 
God's running by is yeah. time for a technical blippity, but <laughs> yeah, who knows, man. <sighs> Stressed out. <laughs> yeah, so here's where Pedrino got into, like, the majority of his crimes, but he was seriously on some Robin Hood shit. He considered himself to be a moderator of peace. He started hijacking food trucks, like, you know, Cisco or Benny Keith's trucks that would deliver food to a restaurant. He would just take them and feed the poor, hand the food out. If he thought that there was a business or corporation that was making products that were too expensive for their workers to afford, he'd fucking burn them down, dude. If he knew that you had a girlfriend, you smacked her around, he'd kill you. Hell yeah. And he would kill men that committed cruelty to animals, even though he just fucking killed a cat and buried it with seeds. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Uh, He took refuge in greater Sao Paulo, and then he began robbing drug dealers and killing sex traffickers. He saw drug dealers as evil and took over their enterprises just for him. And he would disperse the money, though. Yeah. So he wasn't trying to get rich at all. That's cool, He was paying out. Yeah. That's when he met a lady named Maria Olympia. They began living together until he knocked her up. Damn. Yeah. And that's the thing, dude, is that if he, like, let's say you had a drug dealing gang, right? And he took over your gang. He would not only sell your drugs, but all the people that you took care of, he would also take care of. Oh, that's cool. So let's say he killed you. Your wife would be still living good. Kids would still be living good. Hell yeah. Gang members would still be getting taken care of the same way. He started killing off his rivals. He lived in the bigger part of Sao Paulo until a heartbreak struck, which is not what the guy needed. Maria was murdered by a rival gang leader while she was seven months pregnant, and they used her blood to write, we will get you on the walls of their house. God damn. That's a ballsy goddamn move. Oh, because you know you don't want to fuck. Everyone's you don't want to fuck dude. with that guy. He's not yeah. who you want to get cooped up, dude. Yeah. He's coming. God damn. So he escaped the attack, got his whole gangs together, and then hired a bunch of younger fucking what he would call soldiers from the favelas. And he spent years trying to find the murderer of his girlfriend. Searching for revenge. As a result of that, he captured and tortured several rival gang members. Most of them were in China's gang that he's still pissed off that he got robbed by him, which yeah. makes sense, dude. You gave yeah. shake the beehive. Yeah. The leader of China's gang, who got betrayed when Pedrino took over the drug ring. Received a visit from Pedro and three of his friends during a wedding party that China was attending. Pedrino said no women or children can be killed. But he did tell a doorman, I'm the most awaited guest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> that fart was awaited, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> when they came in the door, he said all the women and children get upstairs. And then he came right for China. China had a revolver pulled, but it was too late as Pedrino shot. China in the chest point blank before China could even fire his gun. Died instantly. At the wedding, seven gang members were killed, 16 were wounded. And the only reason they didn't kill everybody is because they ran out of ammo. And once they ran out of ammo, they just went to the bar next door to have drinks. Damn. 
I'm glad I picked this shit, man, because this should be a, this should be a fucking movie, dude. Yeah, this is I'm wild. I'm something based on it. Scarface. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I don't know. I've never seen Scarface. Are you serious? Yeah, it's pretty good, dude. I have to watch it. Yeah, I always like it. It's good. All these people I thought were like a fucking dorks like it. Fucking idiots in high school always had like Scarface shirts. Yeah, shit. that's like, what fuck you, dude. But it's a pretty. I mean, dude, Brian De Palma made it. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's gory and shit. I'll check it out. I just never liked cocaine that much. Well, you haven't really experienced it. I've done it twice, man. It's just, you know, Again, you know, you haven't yeah. really experienced it. Yeah. It's probably shit cocaine. I've done DMT three times. I liked it. You liked it? I didn't like it, but it was cool. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Turned into some fucking Aztec ass wall painting shit. Yeah, I know a guy that's fucking done too many psychedelics, man. Yeah, he's like ruined psychedelics for me because he's so fucking. Yeah, oh, dude, it happens. You get retarded. Well, you can just you just turn off reality, like right. You're like, nah, this is the real meaning of life. Yeah, yeah, like maybe when you die, dude, but you have like another forty years. Well, and you suck. Well, the thing is, like, you can't, like, we live in this world where we have to, like, we have to have a full-time job, and we have to pay bills. Yeah. But you too many psychedelics, you're just like, eh, no, this is real. It's like, yeah, you're right, but also it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, it sucks, Definitely dude. Real. Yeah, it shouldn't be real. No. Agreed. Yeah. Too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but one, one, this is kind of where things started catching up to uh, Pedrino. This is when they started calling him Killer P. Uh, he was fucking, again, only 17 years old right now. Confirmed 10 murders. The word about this shit spread quickly. They gave him the nickname Killer P at this point. Many regard P as a murderer, but most impoverished people considered him as an angel because he was killing oppressors and people that abused women and children. Pedro loved the notoriety and his label of vigilante because he wanted the people who were scum to be afraid of him. This is where he kind of started clinging to money a little bit. And that's what always happens, dude. Power corrupts. He would make a quote that said he had money. I had the money, the power. Hispanic morals. He worked hard and took pride as being more feared than the death squads. Around that time, he got the words tattooed on him, I will kill for love. <laughs> Ma'am, you know. Every rose has its thorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude. This guy's wild as shit. Yeah, he's wild. Getting kooked is cool. Just getting just spazzing? Yeah, but like being like a cool kook, though, you know? Like, this is some Robin, Robin Hood-ass kook. Yeah, he was yeah. Robin Hood, for sure. Supposedly, he drank the blood of his victims after he started Whoa, rolling around. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. And there was a quote of him saying, I killed every day during this period. If I didn't kill, I'd be a frustrated. Several of his lackeys got killed by cops, which started making him paranoid. He was still living in Sao Paulo when he got picked up. Uh, he got shot at by police. Took a couple of bullets. Took twenty-five days to recover from his wounds in the hospital. This was May twenty-fourth, nineteen seventy-three. 
and that's when uh, he got sent to prison and basically been there the whole time. While he was in the Sao Paulo jail, his father got arrested. Mm-hmm. And he heard about the crime his father committed from a reporter who had to break the news to Killer Petey that his mother had been murdered. It turned out it was his fucking dad. So he ends up in prison with his father. And his family's worried. They think that, you know, his dad claims innocence. Gets sent to prison anyway. His aunt, his dad's sister, bakes a cake. Sends it to Killer Petey. Petey passes the cake around. Gives it to some of the dogs that walk around the prison, which that's a cool prison, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets some just dogs hanging out. Yeah. And then to some of his acquaintances, and he notices everyone's vomiting blood, the dogs are dying, ants tried to poison him. That's when he gets word that his father's in the same prison. So he goes, does everything he can to kill his fucking dad. Hell yeah. Yeah. That rules. Yeah. That rules. So he finally finds his dad. Yeah. Kills him. Chases him down. They get into a fight. Killer Petey has got a spoon that he's whittled into a knife. Yeah. Cuts his dad's heart out. Ooh. Takes a bite of it. Damn. And munches it. But he's too chewy for him to swallow, so he has to spit it out. Oh, man. So you got some of that blood, though, you know? Yeah. Good some ritual shit. Yeah. While he was in prison... He wanted to be in general population instead of protective custody. Because at this time he was being accused of 14 murders. And Pedro thought it was crazy he only had 14 charges. Because he claimed to have killed over 100 people just himself already. Brazilian prisons are literally the most dangerous prison in the world. But he loved it. Oh yeah. Adventure, dude. The average life expectancy in prison is... Barely any prisoner could go for more than 10 years. If it, if you didn't get killed, you would get diseased because it's filthy. Yeah. So if you didn't get murdered, you would get your fucking dysentery or some shit. God, that's <laughs> And prison guards didn't care, you know? Like, yeah. They wouldn't take care of you. Um, there was like 14 prisoners to every one prison guard. So it was a bad setup. And the staff was corruptible. That's kind of like everything in Brazil. If you can pay money... They're on your side, so people can get away with whatever they wanted to. And there was prison gangs. And Pedrino's gang was in prison. There was China's gang in prison, rival gangs. And the average life expectancy in, in, in Brazilian prison is 29 years old. And he knew it was fucking rough, dude. When he went to prison, they didn't even have beds. Not a shower. He just wanted to die, dude. Yeah, definitely. But he said there was, like, not a shower, just a nozzle that came out of the wall, concrete floor. No toilet, just a hole in the ground. And because he was new, he had to sleep next to a toilet hole. Yeah. So people thought he was an easy target. And they tried to jump him. So he pulled out a spoon knife. And fucking got in a fight with five prisoners. Killed three of them with a spoon knife. That's so fucking hard, dude. Oh, yeah. The other two in the hospital. You don't want any parts of Pedrino. No. When he... I mean, this is before he was sentenced. When he went to trial and got sentenced on the way back, he had to travel in a bus with a prisoner that was a rapist and pedophile. 
he killed the prisoner on the way to prison while he was handcuffed. That rules. And he was proud of it. He said he was happy that he killed him. He was a pedophile. Yeah. And a rapist. And when he got to prison, people loved him for that. You know, he was like this this new prison. He was the man. He was the guy. They were like, dude, this guy's out for justice. And so he likes being the guy. And that's when he started just murdering fucking prisoners to be a hero. He killed, ended up killing 47 inmates. And again, he said they all deserve retribution. He was like a media celebrity. People would interview him all the fucking time. And so he would always talk about like who he killed, why he killed them. Um, he had all types of knives hidden all over the prison. A very funny quote of his is like, my favorite method is to use a blaze. I like it to hack and I like it to stab. <laughs> <laughs> but what he would do, dude, is he would like become friends and figure out what they would do all day long. So he would like, if he wanted to kill you, he would just start being nice to you and buy you shit, extra food, say he's looking out for you, watch movies with you, and then figure out what you did day to day, where you'd be alone at, and then when he'd find you alone, he'd fucking murder you. Right, that's definitely like a... That's, I mean, that's where the psychopathy comes in, yeah. Yeah. The mental health shit. So it's like, that's not normal. No. But, you know, it, I mean, it has been categorized, being a serial killer has been categorized as hunting humans. You know, there is a way to hunt deer. There is a way to hunt humans. Yeah. He figured it out. He figured it out. Now. He did it the right way, though. For the 14 murders, he was sentenced to 126 years. 2003. A Brazilian law passed that prohibited anyone from spending more than 30 years behind bars. <coughs> so uh, one day decided that, like, hey, we have to let Padrino go because he's already been in for so long. The legal system was fighting against him. They didn't want to let him out. It's crazy that cops hate him because he's kind of doing their dirty work. Yeah, he's doing the things that they would wish they could do. Yeah. But, they but they're but they're all dirty. Right. That's, That's exactly thing. it. Yeah. That is exactly it. Um, so what happens is that he's trying to get out of prison, but the legal system is fighting against him. He doesn't have a lawyer. He doesn't even know that they're fighting. He thinks he's getting out of prison. Somebody comes to interview him to say, like, what are you going to do when you get out? But they already know that he's not about to get out of fucking prison. And they kind of drop it to him, like, do you think that you are going to get out? And so then he starts to scramble and try to put together a legal fight to get out of there. Because uh, he doesn't want to fucking sit in prison forever, you know? Sure. That's what they're trying to do. They try to put on an extra 400 years for the 47 murders that he committed in prison. But he ended up getting set to be released in 2017. I wonder if he speaks English, man. He does, dude. You can watch his videos on YouTube. Right oh, dude, that'd be you crazy. See him? No, man. Yeah, I, that would be crazy if we got him on. Like we, he got, does interviews and shit. That would be crazy. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> Probably could. I mean, his YouTube's like popular, but not that not as popular as a lot of fucking YouTubes. Yeah. Not as popular as fucking Big Herc. Yeah, that guy said he would do an interview with us. We need, yeah. We let's get the Zoom set up and talk to Big Herc. Yeah, I'm down, dude. I bet Big Herc loves this guy. For sure. But yeah, so the prisoners basically thought that Pedrino was someone to look up to because he rose above the dangers of prison. 
didn't let anybody step on him, and he got out. And what's crazy is that he had a girlfriend, several girlfriends that had exchanged back and forth, and uh, he had basically told her, like, hey, once I get out, I can't stop fucking killing people, you know? Yeah. Uh, but when he would do interviews, like, especially when he was getting towards being let out, he had kind of changed his tune, like, I don't kill for pleasure, you know? Like, he said that he never fucking would kill anybody that didn't deserve it, even though he had admitted to a snellmate that he killed someone for snoring too much, and he even killed somebody because he just didn't like their face. Yeah. And he also had a tattoo on his other arm now that said, I kill for pleasure. Damn. Yeah. Well, he kills for pleasure then. Psychiatrists would describe him as a true psychopath because he had no remorse and no compassion for others. But a lot of people argue against that because psychopaths cannot develop affection. So he had love for his family, he had love for his girlfriends, he had love for his friends, and he wouldn't yeah. cross people that he had like an actual rapport with. <coughs> Unless they wronged him, you know? Well, he may have an infatuation with justice. Yeah. You know, which may, I, I, I guess I can see where the, psych, the psychopathy can kind of come into play there, you know, especially psych, well, he's not a psychopath. There's different. There's a difference between the yeah, two. Yeah. Well, they re-diagnosed him as a paranoid and antisocial. Fuck you. No, man. Antisocial personality disorder. Antisocial is not what people think it is. Antisocial personality disorder isn't it? So it's not a. It's not that you don't talk to anybody. It's more that it's like it's like he was saying he becomes friends with people to get what he wants. I don't do that. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> Why would I be friends with you? Because <laughs> you love me, man. Yeah, but what? what that, that's yeah. retarded, dude. It's stupid. I've known you for too long. No, <laughs> no, dude, I didn't develop it. It won't be too much longer <laughs> for they catch up to what you've been up to. <laughs> Damn, man. So he ended up serving 34 years in prison, got released early on April 24th, 2007, through some uh, fucking lawyers that rallied to his aid. He moved to the northeast of Brazil to a place called Fortaleza in Serena. On September 15, 2011, the local media reported that Pedrino was arrested at his home in that rural area and he was a caretaker on the Santa Catarina coast. According to the news reports, they're going to make him serve another eight years for inciting a riot and the deprivation of liberty within prison, which fucking sucks, dude. <clears throat> he was actually in the tourist town of Valadero, Cambriu. They arrested him at 11 a.m. Uh, the Division of Criminal Investigation brought a whole fucking army to take him down. And the cop who located him said that he received an anonymous tip that Pedrino Madigan was hiding in a place in the city of Cambriu. The information was taken to locate exactly where he was hiding at. They confirmed the information and went in and made the fucking arrest. Which sucks, dude. I mean, to backdate him on some shit... After you already got released, just because you don't like him, stinks. So he had to serve another eight fucking years in prison. It got cut short for good behavior. Oh my god. 
let him out um, in 2018. So now he's talking bullshit on YouTube, dude. Yeah. He was writing a book allegedly about himself but then I think that he kind of gave up on that and focused more on YouTube yeah I don't know if there like was an interest or what the deal is but you know I mean what a fucking wild life but he uh yeah I mean, he's still out there on the fucking internet dude man do we uh, we should try to get him maybe tight I mean he's definitely a fucking interesting character I try to figure out how to get a hold of him Who's the Yeah, that's all you gotta do. Let's get one of our fucking Brazilian friends to holler at us. For sure. Yeah. Well, that was it, dude. I mean, he's still alive, so... I think it was unfair. I mean, dude, it's like he killed so many people. And uh, I'm not of mine. I don't know, dude. I'm I'm sure a great majority of them deserve to die. Yeah, I mean, when you do things like that, man, there's, there's probably some, like, shit that's innocent that happens. Well, he probably, he probably didn't know for sure, you know? Yeah. Like, he's not a fucking... But he boy. felt like he was carrying out, like, like his purpose and, like, what he thought was right, you know? Right. And to a degree, he's right, you know? So, but it's like, I don't know, it's all crazy. But anyways, I, I picked, uh, there's a new band that put a demo out called, they're called Granulated, and the song is called Lead Encased Head. And uh, you gotta check them out. Also, shout out to... to uh, sponsors caveman coffee code and uh if you if you put in dmd 20 you get 15 percent off on any of their products and then also uh fuck my brain so i'm hammered dude beerbomb.com beerbomb.com you haven't had near as much as normal no man i haven't been drinking that much though so yeah right beerbomb.com same thing uh dmd 20 that actually gets you 20 percent off there free shipping so Fucking have fun, dude. We'll get you hyped up on caffeine and get you cracking beers like a pro. Woo! Thanks for listening. Also, if you want to get in on the Patreon, we do a new either audio episode or behind the scenes thing every single fucking week. Brian's working on that. All the money goes to our profile. Every week. (laughs) Yeah, because if we don't do an episode, he puts behind the scenes. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's something that goes on. There's something. Okay, I got you. The behind the scenes things are like us when we're about to do the episode, probably sitting around the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So, check those out. Uh, Patreon.com backslash death metal detectives. And all that money goes to Brian, who's still recovering from having a goddamn liver transplant. I can't think of a crazier surgery. But anyway, yeah, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one.